Hello, my lovelies. Welcome to the podcast. Um, it's me, Phoebe Corson. <laughs> Anyways, in today's episode, we go ahead and we uh, share. I'm joined by Miss Sarah, of course, uh, my usual co-host, and we um, have a sort of heated debate um, that resulted from some news that I found out about Twitter. Um, some exciting, history-changing news. Um, also, um, we discuss a little bit about what happened with Candace Cameron Burr, um, as well as an interesting fact I learned about Melissa McCarthy. So go ahead and enjoy listening to our dulcet tones. <laughs> Cue the cheesy, stupid music. <laughs> It's fashion. It's gossip. It's another talk show. It's just another opinionated biatch saying what's on her mind with her guest host. It's another drag queen show. Testing our new microphones. Uh, this one keeps falling here. Sorry, Hannah. It's falling your knockers. <laughs> 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 you're making your you're making your, you're making your booze back I got <laughs> I don't know well at least you're not for, well I wouldn't just put it in your hand but you're kind of tired and you keep and I'm afraid you think it's your vape and then stick it in your mouth and it'd be like what the that fuck that would probably be some, yeah I, I would do that <laughs> how are you darling I'm fine Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about random shit. God knows what else. I don't know. I have something written down here, but it's dim lighting in here, and I I'll write like turn a, the light on. Well, I, and I write like a serial killer. So that is true. But turn the light on. Yeah, we're good. Well, you know, I better just in case she does off because you're. <laughs> now you have to turn it on on the wall. Okay. Let's see, I'm walking around and. We're recording. Sorry, me toy. <laughs> oh. Sexy as always. Yes. Okay, so I have to ask you a question. Oh, goody. We watched the first episode of The Sandman. What did you think? I'm confused. I may need to have. I may need to rewatch it. When you're more alert. Yeah. And with us. Yeah. On this plane of existence. Yeah. Okay, just clarify. The I'll- guy is good looking though, and the <laughs> manga or Magnus, whatever his name is, I know him from somewhere. Oh yeah, he's a character actor. He's been in a lot of good. He's been in a lot of movies. Yeah. <sighs> well, the cast just gets more and more interesting. <laughs> I've already watched the whole. I want to say he's from X Men. Probably. He's, um. It's not Magneto. <laughs> Okay, then he's not from X-Men. Okay, we'll just Google him later. We'll just Google him later. So, we're coming back after Thanksgiving holiday. Mm-hmm. Was yours as terrible as mine? No, oh, I enjoyed it. I didn't bake this year, which was weird. Oh. So I always do desserts, and I didn't this year. So, you basically just like took my advice and was just like, no, I'm not contributing. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I already told you about mine, which I'm not going to rehash on here, although my family's all shite and they can go to hell. But, me so and my you're fa- not bitter. 
No, no, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter that uh, because of my work schedule, I'm not. I'm, we're gonna, they're gonna have a, a Christmas thing, and because of my work schedule, I'm not gonna be able to participate, and yet I'm still forced to participate because I'm still forced to do a Secret Santa. We should do our own Christmas thing. Yeah, it'll be probably the day after, day before, something like that. Because <laughs> it's on, because it's on a weekend and I work weekends. I may try to pick up hours at Christmas. I haven't decided. And we're going to congratulate Miss Sarah. She found a new job. I did. And she lucked out because it worked out. Yeah. <laughs> drama, drama, drama. Drama, drama, drama. Speaking of drama, I know you don't keep up with Twitter, social media. Well, Twitter's dying. A lot of people are just deleting the app. Thank so. you, Elon Musk. Yes. Thank you for making it worse. And aside from like all the drama happening at Twitter... With uh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Like he fired so many people, and then when they tried to leave because their their all their key cards and access stuff was deactivated that same day, so they were trapped in the parking lot. In the parking lot, they had to call the maintenance people. They had to call the maintenance people, and not even like you know the actual building maintenance people because they were fired too, and <laughs> actually call like I don't I don't understand what. His point was. So he buys Twitter and he fires everybody. Uh-huh. And then he uses it to reestablish Trump's Twitter account. Uh-huh. I'm like, was that your big move? Is that the reason why you bought Twitter? Because Donald Trump gave you enough money just so he could reactivate his Twitter account? <laughs> like, because that's what it looks like. That's yeah. exactly what it looks like. You fired the people that were pro. I don't even know the word for it at this point. No, no, they, no. It wasn't that they were pro something. He fired everybody. Yeah, it was like, like they were pro free speech and pro. I mean, that's what yeah. it seems like. They were, they were for, for the people. Is yeah. what it seems like. Is then, it, but not just a certain amount of people. Twitter was for the people. They were for free speech, but they were against hate speech. Mm-hmm. And so he comes in and he buys Twitter and fires everybody and then is starting this whole, like, starts hiring people. But he really is using it to reactivate Trump. Yeah. Is what it seems like. And then, um, yeah, and actually, tell you the truth and everything, listening, like, you know, the financial talk and everything, that was possibly the worst business decision ever in history. Twitter was basically hanging on a thread before this. Like, they haven't made profit in, like, two years. Nothing. They have not made any profit. They only had enough money to keep, pe- keep it afloat and keep people employed. That's about it. But no profit. Nothing. <laughs> Like nothing, and nobody, nobody really does Twitter that much anymore. It's all Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, right? right. And they're not TikTok. Do, yeah, and they're not doing innovative things, so they can't, uh-uh. you know, they can't really invest in anything because they're not doing innovative things. Because if they, because every time they try, oh look, someone's already done it. Yeah, <laughs> and then someone's already done it, and theirs is better. <laughs> you know, it's like a, but yeah, and then like a. I think he's gonna end up losing his money. Oh, he's already in the hole with a lot of people. Yeah, he's I already, mean, he's just. Yeah, and then, like, it all came out and everything that, you know, like, like you know, like, remember, like, when he bought, uh, when he, like, you know, uh, got 
in control of Tesla and all that crap and everything. He kept toting about how he has a degree in physics and this and this. And he does not. He's not. He does not. He does not. He and um, his work visa, because he's technically a citizen of South Africa. His work visa long expired a long time ago. So there's going to be some question of that because apparently, because there's a little thing about. Um, you not being recognized to be able to make money in another country while you're in that other country making money is a problem. <laughs> he only has a bachelor's degree in economics. <laughs> oh, that's working out well for him. I know, I know. So it's just totally working out for him. Fat. Oh, and then, um, and then. He can be deported. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> a lot worse. <laughs> He's not a genius. He's just an asshole who got lucky. <laughs> And then, like, uh, oh, 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 and this happened, this happened. There was, like, a three-day period where Twitter went nuts because um, his bright idea to make money was for, to, for Twitter was to sell the verification check marks for Twitter. So, you know what ended up happening? A lot of trolls took him up on his offer, and uh, they started buying verification check marks, making uh, fake accounts of verified accounts of corporate of different corporate uh, different big corporate America businesses, <laughs> and started and um oh and uh and, and certain and certain celebrities and politicians and just started making random tweets. In fact, actually, and I told you about this little discuss. I told you about this little argument that I had about one of my coworkers and stuff like that. You know about you know. Anyways, um, this this interestingly um. <laughs> One of the biggest, uh, actually one of, actually it's the biggest pharmaceutical company that specializes in like diabetic medications, like insulins and stuff like that and everything. Um, someone copied their account, da 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 da, verified, ended up getting like hundreds of thousands of followers on this fake account. And then they tweeted out, um, they tweeted out something along the lines of like, um, that we that you know, and the the fact that we support care for humanity, we are now giving out vouchers for free insulin. And then the actual company uh, retweeted that statement, um, and they shot themselves in the foot by saying um, by saying that per our you know uh, whatever thing, we do not believe in this, nor do we endorse this. This was a fake account. Da 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 da. This is not this is not how we operate. Da 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 da. Basically, they literally added themselves that they are doing it strictly for profit, and they don't care about people. Basically, oh. as a summary. So, in less than twenty-four hours, so in a few hours and everything, their uh, stock worth tanked and became essentially worthless. <laughs> Take that, corporate Which, America. <laughs> I mean, you and I can sit here and debate pharmaceutical companies for hours, because. Mm-hmm. Being in the professions that we are, mm-hmm. we know what happens mm-hmm. in the back door of going through the back door of pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. between pharmaceutical companies and doctors. And it, I mean, between pharmaceutical companies and doctors to the clients or the patients, it's insane. It's stupid and unnecessary. I mean, I'm, I mean, myself am on an injection. Mm-hmm. Well, two, actually. One is real easy to get, but I have to apparently now 
have to pay separately for the syringe Mm -hmm. to get that injection. Mm -hmm. Two, the other injection I get is nearly impossible to get. I have to order it weeks in advance Mm -hmm. uh, because it is that hard to get and that hard to come by. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have it, they will cancel it, and then I have to start all over. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, and it's insane. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the thing is, and I think, I think, my, like, the primary, like, argument, like, I had, like, I told you, that personal coworker, and everything, I was like, okay, so, you say you buy, you have to, so you go, you say you go through, like, a bottle of a particular insulin, like, once every two weeks. Yeah. Your doctor uh, pre, pre, or approves uh, prescription fills for uh, two bottles a month. Yeah. Right. You know, the pharmacy keeps track of it and everything to make sure you're, you know, you're not overusing or underusing, you know, all that right. and everything. Okay. Okay. But you get your bill every month from just the pharmacy alone after yeah. paying the doctor, after paying the doctor and that script, after paying the doctor and that script fee was also charged to your insurance for him just filling out the script yeah. was charged to your insurance. So I was just trying to tell my coworker and everything. I was wondering, how does it make sense? How are we a free free market economy? How is it this when there's like one conglomeration? And this is, and this company I told you about is the conglomeration company. Yeah, it's the one absorbing and consolidating all the smaller ones. It's one of the ones doing that and everything. Anyways, how is it that we can do that if there is no competition in the whole thing? Because that company is going to make the wise decision. Yeah. Of um. Taking something that might take maybe a dollar total to make, packaging, vial, everything, even cost of advertising, uh, even cost of advertising in, in like everything, like in that little box with that vial and everything. All that literally costs one dollar to make and get, make and get out there. Yeah. Okay. Why are they charging and somewhere between twenty something dollars to several hundred dollars for something that takes one dollar? To make and does you know and exchange a minimal amount of hands because yeah. they're all because in the, in like um and I mentioned that and she's like well they're not technically exchanging I'm like technically they are if the conglomeration who made the bottle who made the bo- who made the medication that's in that bottle uh, if they own all the hands technically they're just cha- technically there's not very many hands that's being exchanged through I mean we saw we saw the we saw this mm-hmm. um during COVID mm-hmm. And technically, I mean, what they were saying is everybody got a free vaccine. No, darling, they didn't. Uh-uh. You didn't get charged a copay uh-uh. for the vaccine. And it was Pfizer versus Moderna versus Johnson & Johnson, uh-uh. at least here in the States. Now, that was different in other countries that were that. No, that was globally. It was globally. Okay. Yeah, that was globally. But those were the three companies that had, that created the vaccines. Mm-hmm. But they were not free. You didn't pay a copay. But your insurance companies were charged mm-hmm. by whichever, by whichever vaccine you ended up getting. And it wasn't just you picked Pfizer, you picked Moderna, you picked Johnson & Johnson. It's whichever, did you get it at H-E-B? Did you get it at Walgreens? Did you get it at CVS? Did you get it at the doctor's office? Did you get in line? Wherever it happened to be available that day. It was just a luck of the draw wherever you got it. Uh-huh. And then you had to go in and get your second vaccine. Then you had to go in and get your booster. 
then you had to go and it's no you didn't pay a copay but I guarantee you if you went back and you were able to go and look at your actual insurance charges your company got charged for every one of the vaccines that you got and your boosters Mm-hmm. And that was a competition between each one of those pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. So while you didn't get, you didn't have to pay your copay. Those weren't free. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then um, let's see. And then let's see. Another part of the argument with my coworker is that like, um, and then, like, um, they were just like going on about like, you know, well, you know, they're smart enough to do this. And I was like, no, no, no. They're shady enough to take advantage to take advantage to take advantage of broad spectrum laws yeah. and find and find create or pay off the people who make the laws to create the loopholes. Yeah. I was like I was like honey was like she was just like I was like, I asked her, do you know what a lobbyist is? And she was right. She assumed they're a government worker. I was like, no, 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 they don't. But their offices and equipment are all paid for by the US government because they are in the Senate building and in the House. Yeah. They're there. They're, they're, they're taking up. That is and, why that job was created. Mm-hmm. Was created to convey the interests of corporations to government. That's why it was. That's why it was all done. You want to know why um, medicinal marijuana is getting the flack that are getting the. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Getting the attention mm-hmm. that it's getting. Why? Lobbyists. Right. And it's not because the people in Texas want it. It's not because the people in Colorado wanted it. Mm. It's because cor- corporate America, certain corporations, wanted it available. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is a big lobbyist? Oil. Mm-hmm. Oil companies have lobbyists. Yes, and they actually are, and they actually substantially paid pay for our current for our Texas for our current Texas Governor Abbott's campaign this year. Yeah, which is why he beat Ben work. Hmm. Not that I liked either one of them, but yeah. Although you know, a lot of people are like starting to ask questions. Like this is a little bit suspicious. It was like almost the midnight hour, almost the midnight hour. Counting was almost dead. Suddenly, boom. A marginal difference turns into a big difference. Yeah. That's a little bit, that's a little too suspicious for me. A lot of people think, considering the fact that projected in the polls. O'Rourke was set to win. Right. O'Rourke was set to win by a significant margin. Not yeah. a huge one, but, you know, significant enough. And he was ahead for a while. Right. So it makes me wonder where all these sudden things came about. And, well, anyways, it's just very screwy and then all that crap and, you know... And, you know, but, ah, well, that'll be a debate for a whole other day. Meanwhile, so long story short, corporate America's evil, and they're the ones that are actually in control. When people say the elite, when people say the elites, and I'm only going to say this once, they're not talking about the people in the White House or in the Congress or Senate building. They're talking about people who are paying the people in the Congress, White House, and, and Senate building. And when it building. comes right down to it, it's these <clears throat> people that are also keeping these long-term Senate. The mm-hmm. president, the vice president, mm-hmm. they have expiration dates on their terms. Mm-hmm. They can only work two terms. Mm-hmm. Our gov- our Senate, mm-hmm. our House of Representatives, they don't have expiration dates on their terms. The Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, they don't get off their bench until they die. Yep. Although or they retire. Although that's, although from what I heard in the news report, that's going to be changing. Hopefully, God willing. <laughs> God willing. Yeah. But right now, 
they are there until they retire, until they die. Right. And then, like, in- and the people that keep them there are the people that pay them. Right. And the people that pay them are the lobbyists. Who get paid by a bunch of really big, scary fish you don't want to really mess with because they have enough money to literally buy and sell people, and they have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's not just lobbyists. It is a big, like, funded group. The NRA, the Southern Baptist that one Coalition. Christ, that, one that, cri- that one Christian family thing that's actually like you know that's the actually christian coalition yeah the christian coalition is that's one that's actually been paying off legal fees and stuff and uh, recently one of their recently one of their members got in trouble because she was in the chambers of the supreme court justices and had them in a prayer circle yeah and i mean even if you you can even look and go back to the church of scientology is doing the same thing but mm-hmm. in the back door mm-hmm. how else do you think they've got Danny Masterson keeping him out of jail mm-hmm. for a sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just... I mean, it's... every Everybody has a finger in the pie. Yeah, and you know, and like, I'm just... And it's just like... And it's just like, you guys keep pulling your attention to the wrong group of people. Right. Like, y'all, like you know, like, everyone keeps talking about, you know, terrorism and hate groups and everything, and I'm like, did you look at the demographic the last handful of years and everything that have been actually doing terroristic acts lately? Just here? yeah, I mean, they're. Cons- I mean, I'm sorry, I hate Satan and everything. They are white conservative Christians, and that's how they identify. Yeah, those are the ones who are doing these terroristic acts. Those are the ones that are damning everything at the same time, saying, "I'm the victim. I'm the victim. Let me shoot you because I'm the victim. You deserve to die because I'm the victim. No, no, no. You deserve to pay this much in taxes because I'm the victim." I'm like, and they are getting their money from somewhere, right? And I'm just like, and then like, I'm just like, you know, I'm just like, and if I was like, you know, in this kind of level of power and everything, and I wanted to like, you know, I keep saying power and everything. Let's just say what it is, wealth, this level wealth and everything, like to where I'm that lovely little one ish percentage that that Bernie Sanders keeps talking about and everything. If I was, yes, I would go ahead and get the village idiots together, make them believe something, and then let them loose. Yeah. Let them lose. And then occasionally call and occasionally call their leaders back and tell them what I want them to do. Yeah. That's what I would do. That's literally what I would do if I wanted to keep if I wanted to keep the the uncalculable amount of wealth coming in. I mean when it comes right down to it and you look at who the most and yes, and, and this is gonna sound probably like incredibly racist or I don't even know if racist is the right <laughs> word. Go ahead, just say it. But when it comes right down to it, if you want to look at who is the most underrepresented in government right now, mm-hmm. I would say it is the middle-aged white man. And even the most, even the middle-aged white woman, single, not married. Mm-hmm. But single middle-aged white man and single middle-aged white woman. And I say that because everybody right now is circling around the minority. Mm-hmm. They're circling around the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. They're circling around um, the migrants that are coming in from um, Mexico, Honduras, mm-hmm. Central America... Um, whether illegally or not, mm-hmm. 
they're circling around. I mean, that's who they're circling around and making sure that their rights are protected, making sure they get everything that they can get. Making, and I'm not talking about the mass shooting that happened in Colorado. I'm not talking about things like that. But I'm talking about making sure that they can get everything that they can get. Now, is that happening in Texas? Hmm, not so much. We are in a red state. Well, and, can I just clarify? But I'm just saying. I know, I know, I know. That's what it seems like. But can I just clarify something? Um, the reason why they're dancing around those issues is because they're getting more awareness. These are issues yeah. that have existed for decades and everything. Right. These are the issues that exist for decades and everything. And it's not that, you know, single white men and women aren't being represented. It's the fact that these people, the reason why these issues are being danced at, are trying to be excluded, are trying to get excluded from all this and are trying to get excluded from all this that's what's actually happening right but and i and i agree yeah. but i'm just saying and i mean that if you were to go to any politician mm -hmm. and say what can you do for the single white male or the single white female in their mid to early mid 30s to mid 40s uh-huh and they would be like yeah, but here's another question. That representative you're talking to, are they white? Are they a person of color? Are they gay? Are they trans? Are they what are they? Okay, let's say here in Texas. Let's just use Texas as an example. You go to Ken Paxton. Is Ken Paxton a white male? Technically considered middle age, even though technically considered middle age. He's a white male, technically conservative, technically considered middle age. Uh, let's go to the Texas Senate building. You're going to find predominantly white males middle age working there let's look at our let's look at our governorship so far you're going to find typically white males and a handful of white and white women mostly taking control of that let's go to the congress let's go to senate and everything i'm sorry but every time i watch c-span and everything i see a wall of white people who should not be working there anymore oh, i agree anyway so the thing is and everything just because so my thing is that just because we're talking about those issues doesn't mean someone's not getting represented because literally the person we're talking about them to are what they're are what's being are them that's who's that's who they are that's literally that's like, these lovely marginalized people like the these lovely marginalized people the lgbtq population native population native population indigenous populations um people of color and everything we're talking migrants we're talking about all this and everything to that group that you just said was underrepresented and I, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, uh -huh. but what I'm also saying is when it comes right down to it, as a single white female uh -huh. in my mid forties, right. if I was to ask someone, whether state Congress, state house, national Congress, national house, what is your plan for the single white female who is in their mid forties? Mm-hmm. I'm no, I am not a priority. Mm -hmm. Their priorities are the minority, the minority to the LGBT. And, and that's fine. Like, I get mm -hmm. it. They need to, they need to have their due. But I'm just saying. Okay. Now, let me rephrase that and everything. Um, you're asking a very, you would ask them an incredibly broad question and expect, well, and you expect details. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, what, what can you do for that population? 
Well, for that single white female population that's in their mid to their mid forties, if they want to, like, what could you set up for? Fuck, I don't know. See. See, that's kind of where retirement or see, that's like, where I'm getting confused at right there. That's where I'm getting confused at and why I'm trying to kind of just reflect back on this. And that's where I'm getting confused at. Now, tell me specific issues you would ask. Like, for instance, we all know that Medicare or not Medicare, um, Social Security uh-huh. is going downhill fast. Like they are running out of funds. Yeah, that and also the conservative, that and also conservative people, the conservative side of you know, the government is actually trying to abolish it entirely. Right. Mm-hmm. So, by the time I'm ready to retire, there is a good chance that all of the money that I have put into Social mm. Security will be gone. Right. So, I will not have because I'm not married, mm-hmm. and I will probably not ever be married. Mm-hmm. What will the government do for that single white female who has not, who does not have a double income, who will not have a double retirement? Mm-hmm. What will they do to help me when I reach the age where I should be able to draw my social security? Number one. Number two, what? Uh, I'm just pulling random shit out okay, of my ass. Okay, okay, okay. Now let's circle back on that thing right there. Okay. <laughs> so you're concerned with what it's got. So you would cons- voice it as how you're, you're concerned with something about one particular group that historically really isn't as much like, you know, marginalized as any other group about a topic that literally affects everybody. I mean, yeah. It, that's, see, that's where I'm getting confused at. I mean, that's just like one yeah, I mean, like seriously, but that, but you see where I'm coming from? You, yeah. You're asking for detail. You, that's a question to ask for details on a very broad statement, on a very broad, surprisingly obscure statement and everything about something. And then, like, you go in on the social security thing. That's something that affects everyone who's a natural born citizen, citizen here with an established social security number. Okay. Then, um,. <sighs> I don't know. I need to start writing questions down. Um. <laughs> no, 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 actually, and then like I would really rethink about like just just in future how you phrase <laughs> yeah. everything because like yet again this is kind of like the whole ploy of like some media of certain media outlets too and everything like you like you're like you know I'm not like I know you're not racist I know you're not racist and everything I know you're not racist I know you're not anyways I know you're not and just anybody who thinks Miss Sarah is I'm just gonna tell you right now she is not she's not she's not she's not she's not she's not she's like so many other people and everything with the word with the wordage and everything a victim of the public school system but (laughs) anyways anyways like it's here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing like we keep talking about these, they keep talking about like those backtracking those issues and they keep talking about those issues because those are issues that are still being fought for and keep, you know, keep getting, they keep, they keep getting something and then something keeps taking away from them. Yeah. Repeatedly over and over and over. We keep seeing this whole step down and everything. Da, 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 da. And then like it kind of built up this whole narrative and everything that, oh, it's an attack on the white population. And they're like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not an attack on the white population. It's human beings living in the same country as you are 
wanting the same rights as you have. That's what it's about. And that's what it's, that's what it's about. That's what those issues are about. And they keep getting fought, fought for, they keep getting, they keep getting fought against because there are people in power who are predominantly white, who all have, who all have this belief that those people should not exist or be equal to and or superior to them. And they create, and they created a narrative and they've successfully created and cultivated a narrative over decades, over decades, over decades, where race, sexuality, and gender identification is an issue when really it's not. It's about human, it's about a group of people who another group of people think these people are less, are less than, are not equal to them and are less than them. And then those people who are thought of as less than and not equal to that other group of people are trying to get attention and trying to get their rights. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about and everything. And then like, um, and like, and I'm sorry and everything, but historically, but historically speaking and everything, but historically speaking, um, it is unfortunately literally white conservative people against everyone else. Yeah. It is. And the thing is that right now and everything, like, you know, they're kind of acting, the, they've gotten a hold of like, you know, the Republican side and all that crap and everything. And you know, it's like they've been acting really crazier than usual and everything. It's because they know in a very short amount of time, a blink of an eye, compared to the rest of the history of this country, it's going to change. There are more, there are more people, there are more voters, there's more, there's voters out there who are much more educated, who have gotten much more educated, younger, who have gotten, uh, who, who, like, you know, who are of, you know, of a mixed background, of a mix of different ethnicities and back in the background and everything, whose parents were immigrant, whose parents are actually, are modern day immigrant, modern day immigrants, you know, the children of the, the children of like, you know, migrants and everything that have come over here. Uh, come over here from every cross, from every part of the world, making a true melting pot and everything, um, are coming over, who are born here, who are naturalized citizens, who have the same rights as you are, but see what their parents and their loved ones go through on a daily basis, or kids and everything who have, uh, kids who are able to get out of bad homes, who are, when they come out as gay or trans, and they yeah. finally get somewhere safe, and they, they reflect on how they're being treated, how they were treated before they got safe, or before they made themselves get safe, or something like that, and they're trying to think of, those populations are getting extremely bigger, and exp are getting exponentially bigger, and the more conservative populations are just isolating themselves in smaller and smaller and smaller pockets. So, yeah, but unfortunately, those people in the small, small pockets had such a had such a grasp for so long they're trying to make it a bigger deal they're trying to make that a bigger deal than what it is and trying to mask it as you know the white population's in danger that's what they're trying to do yeah whereas everyone else is like we're trying to get human rights can you please get your get your hand off the fucking steering wheel karen <laughs> that's what it is that's like what it is and everything and like and like but anyways that ends tonight's politics on CNN. <laughs> like, but, but yeah, but yeah, but this whole thing, yeah, this whole conversation started because I shared news on what happened to a major conglomerate on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Some bitch. <laughs> when do we ever stay on topic? I don't know. But meanwhile, here's a couple of fun topics before we go on break. They found, but this is the reason why you, yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm doing exactly what the news does because they seem to get more listeners and viewers. So we're going to hit them with the hard, hardcore stuff and then lighthearted news from around the world. 
Yeah. <laughs> if I had a camera here, this would be so hilarious. But anyways, thank you for... I can pull up TikTok. Oh, thank you for pulling up that rousing debate. But anyways, uh, here's some lighthearted news that I just found fun. <laughs> um, this is a reason why you should never, ever dump your pet fish into a place where it's not native to. Uh, because in France, they caught a 67-pound goldfish. That's a big fucking goldfish. That is a big fucking goldfish. It's about as big as your ottoman here, which is a lot like, what, two by four, three and a half? It can fit on your ottoman there. Good lord. Like, right there, 67 pounds. It's a... It's what the hell a, do you do with a 67-pound goldfish? Well, you can't eat them. They're too, they're too dirty. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, and like you know, actually, if you go on like if you go into like some of the lakes of Michigan, they're so overrun by goldfish and everything that you can actually fly over in a helicopter and you'll see giant swaths of orange. Really? Yes, and they started out as those little tiny ones you get in the you get in the shop and everything, and everyone thinks, oh, it's the size of their tank that keeps them small. Goldfish are funny because this is an animal that's supposed to live several decades. Several decades, but they die all the time in people in a glass bowl. Yeah. But they're supposed to live several decades because in the wild, one, they wouldn't be that gold coloration because that was just a mutation and they were selectively bred that way. Um, but, but like, you know, one, there's that. Two, this is a fish that actually migrates a lot and everything. They move a lot, which is one reason why they're so dirty and they eat everything. And three, they have a funny capability. They're actually able, because one of their lifespan and everything, but they're able to actually control their metabolism in proportion to the size of their environment. Funny, huh? That's how, like, your 20-year-old goldfish can still be, like, maybe four inches long. But really, in the wild, it'd be more like two feet long. But once you set out in the wild, it's free to roam, and it has much more food available. It's going to grow and grow and grow. It's just like koi fish are technically, technically their wild variants and everything that they actually were harvested from technically grow, technically grow between five and six feet long. Which is also another reason why they live, can, can live, and they get, and the oldest koi fish and everything apparently was alive during the Civil War. And it just passed away like in 2016, I believe. And it was alive during the Civil War. As a pet. And it's been owned and man, it's been owned and taken care of by the same family all that time. <laughs> and in other news, in other news, my history buff friend, <laughs> my history nerdy buff friend, um, that they just recently dug up, they just recently found a hidden pyramid and a hidden tomb containing 300 mummies plus a previously unknown queen in Egypt. I wonder if she has my ancestor because, you know, I'm a queen. Yeah, yeah. And I do picture you buried in a tomb that won't be discovered for thousands of years. <laughs> Perfect. Probably. You probably. Oh, a new Christmas Carol. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we got the steady screen of Netflix. But anyways, but no, no, no. But you know what this means? You know what this means? As soon as they're done studying it, the mummies and you know the site and everything, this literally means every textbook is going to have to be rewritten. Which sucks because when they when they're writing these new textbooks, they're gonna leave so much shit out. <laughs> yeah, especially if a certain party, especially a certain you know party on the Reich has power. Right. No, you mean. But they've Reich. already. 
Right? <laughs> but they've already said that they want to cut so much out of the American history. Yeah, so who's going to stop the... Yeah, so, I mean, because you cannot... Because it doesn't, because it doesn't paint the illusion they want people to believe in. Which is, I mean, I'm sorry, but slavery existed. Yeah. I'm sorry the Civil War happened. I'm sorry the riots of the 50s happened. And I'm sorry. The Segregation re- happened. And you I'm sorry. You cannot just yeah. gloss over it or forget about it. Yeah, All you oh. can do is learn from it. Oh, oh, and I'm also sorry. Um, they were called Puritans because they believed they were pure and everyone else was heathened and should be executed and should be executed viciously, which is why they were exiled out of England. They didn't leave for persecution. They wanted to, they left because they wanted to persecute people and the king said no. I'm sorry, we landed here on different circumstances than what was originally believed. And yeah, they did sl- they did start slaughtering out millions of indigenous people. Oh, yeah. There's and, that. Oh, and also destroying se- and also destroying several ecosystems and whatnot. I mean, yeah, there's that. Yeah, so I mean, the whole point of history is to learn from it, right? So that it doesn't happen again, right? That's it's right. That happened in the news. Yeah, but, right. That's what. Yeah, that's the one thing that always irks me and everything. I mean, so what? That bad thing happened. So what? We're you here learn today. from it. We learn so that from it. That it doesn't happen again. Right. You learn from World War One, from World War Two, from Vietnam, from Korea, from Desert Storm, from uh, the Gulf, Iraqi freedom, from the Gulf, the Gulf, from yeah. the Civil War, from slavery. You learn from all of this so that it doesn't happen again. So you make smarter choices so that. Your kids and their kids and their kids and their kids don't make the same mistakes that your grandparents and your great-grandparents and your great-great-grandparents made that led them to what happened. Right. Just removing it from the history books and removing it so that it's not taught in schools, all that's going to do is make them forget. And so that's, that and the bad choices happen again and we end up in World War Three. We end up going to war with countries that we have no business being in war with. Or worse, we end up a bigger version of North Korea. That too. Mm-hmm. Because that's... Because that is how they, that is how, that is what causes, that is actually the primary cause of what causes separation. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is. Um, I mean, I think as a country, we're back, we're getting close to being back to where we were in the 50s, where we are segregated, where black, where minorities and whites do not get along, where mm-hmm. they are separated, where we have minority restaurants and white restaurants where we and it's getting to that point where the minorities hate the whites and the whites hate the minorities and it's getting ridiculous and it started about what 12 years ago yeah oh oh and then and it's only getting worse that's why we have cops killing minorities and minorities killing cops and People thinking they can get away with it because the crimes aren't hard. And crotchety white dudes shooting up nightclubs. Exactly. And then like because uh, we have we have no justice. It's not that we don't have a justice system. We have a justice system, but it's not working anymore. Our punishments are not fitting the crimes. We have. We were talking about a news story earlier where we had two men that were accused of sexually assaulting women who are out on bond. That is absolutely the most ridiculous thing that I have ever heard. These two men accused of sexually assaulting women are out on bond so they can get out and do it again. 
Yeah, and also, let's just not forget everything, a certain big figure in history actually modeled how he did something very horrible that caused a, that caused issues around the world based on how we were on how we were treating minorities and other people and certain other certain groups here in America. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. He thought he was Reich and also um he had a bit of a foot fetish I heard. Oh, that could be so many people. <laughs> yeah, let's narrow it down. Let's narrow it down now. Was he impeached or did he return? <laughs> Was he a painter before he became a genocidal maniac? Did him and his girlfriend take suicide pills in a bunker at the end of their days? Was he potentially the son of a gypsy, but he thought blonde people were the superior race? <laughs> Who knows? I'll let y'all guess that. Anyways, we're going to take a break on that provocative note. <laughs> okay. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're back, 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 up, back again. Talking about adrenaline and the fact that I've lost some weight. That's my official weigh-in. So the doctor says, Ooh! <laughs> The new Santa Claus series on Disney uh -huh. is really good with Tim Allen. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? Speaking of which and everything, uh, they just premiered uh, the Willow series on there. I want to watch I that. Seen that. You haven't seen? Did you ever see Willow the movie? I don't know. I did. I don't remember it. Good movie. Warwick Davis, the guy who who plays the Leprechaun, the Leprechaun movies and everything. He played Willow, the wizard and hero of the movie and everything. So they're bringing it back as a series. <laughs> Cool. Supposed to be good, and I don't. And like I, the Empress is good. They uh, need. I can't wait for the next season. Oh, uh, but it's based on a true story. Uh, oh, meanwhile, Rings of Power. I I say everybody should watch that one. Like like I, like I said on the phone. I know you're not a Lord of the Rings person, but at the same time, I think if you start just watching the Rings of Power and everything, then you can skip ahead to the Hobbit and then the Lord of the Rings. I've seen the Hobbit. Yeah. Is that the one you fell asleep to, or is that the Lord of the Rings? I fell asleep in Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. All right. Anyways, we're back on the air. <laughs> did you ever finish Call the Midwife? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I want Chumley back. I know. I want Chumley back. Okay, hold on. I got to pause the recording for a second to send you something. Oh, sorry about that. My phone's weird. But anyways, I just sent you an image. Tell me, um, what's that? <laughs> Did you see the image? Did it? <laughs> what do you see there? I don't see a Christmas tree. <laughs> what does it look like to you? A bug plug. <laughs> <laughs> from Merry Christmas from William Sonoma. <laughs> right. Okay, okay, get this, get this. That blew up the internet for like five minutes, and then William Sonoma caught on, and then they pulled that from the shelf. <laughs> that's from William Sonoma? Yeah, that's an actual snapshot uh, that someone saved on Reddit that was actually available at William Sonoma. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Suspicious glass Christmas tree from William Sonoma was pulled from the web after everybody. 
I grief. <laughs> Merry yep. Christmas. You do not want a glass butt plug. No, you don't. Amateurs make that mistake. Right. You only make it once. Right? Or a few times if you're just that much of a freak or an idiot. <laughs> if you like your butt getting sliced. Yeah. Speaking of which, what things have you put up your butt recently? Uh, I don't put things up my butt. Well, except for that one guy. Yeah, but he was so small it didn't count. So it was like a finger in there? Yeah. Not even that big. <laughs> Whereas I put lots of things up my butt. <laughs> yes, we know. Mostly silicone products. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. And rubber. <laughs> oh, Lord help me. And things that go... Okay, I get it. And sometimes, and my personal affair. I, I really didn't need to know that. <laughs> oh, come on. We went to a sex shop together and bought shit. So what? But not in a very long time. I know, but wasn't it amazing that giant dildo that I found that was had that handle? And, you know, and we were both curious as to, huh, but mostly impressed as to the person, people actually bought them. Because the lady said that the display one was the last one they had in the shelves. So, some other people bought the rest that they had. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, so now I'm kind of, I want to kind of meet those people. <laughs> Just I mean, what... if it hurts to go to the gyno and have the shit that he has put inside me, I can't imagine the shit that they have. <laughs> Well, maybe you can learn their secrets. <laughs> I don't need those secrets. Yeah, maybe you can learn their secrets. Maybe it's a Crisco. Maybe I need something. Yeah. Oh, there's this vet I follow, and he shows some procedures that they do in the office. And, um, um, anyways. <laughs> so, he had a bearded dragon that, that, had con that was constipated. Okay, and, you know, of course, given the... See, here's my question. What? How the fuck do you know a bearded dragon is constipated? Well, they're like little balloons. When they quit looking like little pancakes with legs, and they start looking like balloons. And then plus she noticed they haven't pooped in a while. <laughs> yes. Because you're cleaning that up. So. That's <laughs> but, true. So anyway, so, um, anyway, so he goes ahead and he is doing the enema and everything and he says like this now to get the nozzle of the tubing that i have to use for the enema we like to use j lube here <laughs> and if you a lot of the gays and adventurous lesbians out there know <laughs> what i'm talking about with j lube <laughs> it is the perfect lube it rhymes with fishing <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Fishing, fishing. Here, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do this. That doesn't rhyme with fishing. Okay, fishing, fisting. They both ended ing. Doesn't mean it rhymes. Okay, fine. Um, orange in your head. <laughs> there. Does that mean that they rhyme, <laughs> even though they don't sound somewhat similar? <laughs> Somebody that, shoot me. Because this is not technically what a rhyme is. <laughs> Am I wrong? I think so. 
No, you just don't want to say fisting. I really don't. And you watch a lot of and you watch a lot of time a lot of time period shows and everything. A lot of time period shows. I do. That doesn't mean they're fisting. <laughs> but they are. But they may get into fisticuffs. <laughs> are we just gonna start using fisting as a metaphor now? It's my new way. It's my new way of life. Okay. <laughs> no, not new. But <laughs> I mean, I haven't yet. But you know, with the right person, maybe. <laughs> You haven't fisted yet? Is that what you're saying? Yes. I don't believe you. Maybe with the right person, I'd be willing to. I, I don't believe I you. I mean, I'm open to it. I don't believe you. I mean, all. they just have to be patient and, you know. <laughs> it's a marathon, I not a sprint, honey. <laughs> At all. I mean, I was able to take a traffic cone once. But then again, that was in my whore days, and I just got through getting a train ran on me, so. You know, there's just some things that I'm curious about, but I really don't want to know. I had to get Miss Liz to help you know, to help you know remove the uh, permanent marker that they were using to tally on my butt cheeks with. <laughs> nope. Not gonna. <laughs> uh, okay, so you like watching Hallmark? stuff you know Palmer every so often they'll have like a really good movie that you like to a really cute movie or like where you're having a bad day just to pick you up or um or every so often like um during Christmas I know like you just let, you'll just let it play and everything as background noise while you're um just you know <clears throat> while you're just you know catching up on housework and shit unless it's a brand new movie that you just want to see if it's any good right and everything well did you hear about Candace Cameron Bird leaving Hallmark yep they you know? have Actually, a lot of actors and actresses have left Hallmark to go to GAC. No, um, Great oh. American Family. GAF, yeah. Yeah. And have started making a lot of comments that they don't need to be making mm. about how it's all these um, good, wholesome movies that don't. Mm -hmm. Something like around the fact that there are wholesome movies that don't take away from American values or family values, and I'm just like, bitch, I don't watch you for your opinion. Right, and then, um, oh, and crap, I can't remember the name of this actress, but she really hates Candace Cameron Burr. Oh, I yeah, I can't I know remember. Who you're I can't. About. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, she's like a yeah. You know, she is like a proud supporter of the. Of LGBT and all that crap and everything, because I think she's a lesbian herself. But she really hates Candace Cameron, Candace Cameron Burr, and apparently, um, so does JoJo Siwa. By the way, <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe Danny Taylor isn't America's sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, JoJo Siwa. I don't know how much I believe in that whole thing. I think part of that was a publicity stunt. Mm -hmm. Um. It happened, apparently what happened is when um, Candace Cameron was younger and JoJo Siwa was still on dance, whatever, mm -hmm. dance moms or something. They were at an award show and JoJo went up to her to get an autograph or to meet her or something. Mm -hmm. um, Candace was in the middle of something else and didn't have time or didn't bother to have time. Mm-hmm. Um, to speak with her, mm -hmm. and it and 
it hurt her feelings. And yeah. then, like, in the last year, JoJo came out and said that she wasn't nice to her or whatever. <laughs> then it comes out that apparently Candace then did a rebuttal video um, that said that she did not know that this happened or didn't realize this had happened, and she apologized and blah, blah, blah. They had a phone conversation. She thought it went well. JoJo came back and said something out, and then it just became this back and forth. Oh, oh, I, oh yeah, actually, and um, I remember not that long ago, JoJo Siwa and Candace actually tried to do something together. Yeah. And that's when, yeah, that whatever project they were working on together got scrapped. Yeah. Got scrapped, and then, like, you know, and, of course, uh, JoJo's just ended. I remember, like, JoJo, she was actually, she was talking about it, and she said, like, she said, like, she said, like, yeah, Candace, later on, she did apologize and everything, which I did appreciate. I didn't mind it. She was like, I didn't mind because, you know, I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I didn't mind and everything. But then, like, we started doing, like, she was like, uh, then JoJo apparently said, like, uh, we were doing something, that we were doing an event that ended up getting scrubbed, by, like a special or something that ended up getting scrubbed. Um, and we were both sitting, we were both sitting in the, we were both getting our makeup done together. And then JoJo said that she tried getting in conversation with Candace because they're just sitting there. Yeah. Was trying to get a conversation with Candace and Candace apparently couldn't be bothered. And this apparently happened after JoJo came out. Yeah. And everything. And then like just Candace apparently just couldn't be bothered. And then like uh, couldn't be bothered. And at some point and everything, um, just Candace's assistants were p trying to politely tell JoJo not to talk to Miss Burr anymore. Da 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 da. Even though they had to interact with each other for the event for the event. <laughs> anyways, I just don't think they're Miss Can Candace Cameron really a nice person because I keep because like even some of her co-stars definitely said like um didn't Jody Sweeten say that that if it wasn't for the money, if it wasn't for the paycheck and everything, and the nostalgia of it all and everything, that she wouldn't have like done full probably. House. And then like the and like the Elsons were just like this, no comment. Yeah. At all, they wish they wished uh the they wished the girl who played they wished uh Danny Danny Stamos, uh the guy who played Joey, uh the girl who played Kimmy, and the and then Jody Sweeten. They wish they wished them the best of luck, but at the same time they were just like. But at the same time they were asked, "What about everyone else and everything?" And they're just like, "No comment." Yeah. But we're not going to be in the same room with with certain people that are that are going to be working there. So. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just like it's just really suspicious. I know it could be like a publicity thing, but it's just a little suspicious that all these people are like saying all this crap about her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it doesn't. Well, it's crap about her. It doesn't yeah. surprise me that she's kind of a bitch. It yeah, really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you look at you look at her and you look at Kurt Cameron, and I mean, I I am not ever going to be one that comes up to somebody and says, unless they're Scientology, <laughs> that your religion is stupid. That what you believe is stupid. That. I don't believe in what you believe that because I don't believe in what you believe you're wrong. I'm mm. never going to be that way. Everyone mm. has a right to believe what they believe. Mm. And if you want to believe in your religion and your religion tells you that LGBTQ people are wrong and blah, 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 blah that's, that's your right to believe mm. what you want to believe. Is it something I believe? No, it's not. Is it mm. something that I believe is right? No, it is not. But... You're going to believe in your values and your morals and your ethics and that that's your right to raise mm. your family the way you think your family should mm. be raised. 
Now, that being said, she and her brother mm-hmm. have both, after they reached a certain level of success, became these model, quote unquote, model Christians mm-hmm. who, like, just did a what like a 180 from typical Hollywood mm-hmm. and have made comments that probably should not have been made in public and they kind of turn their back on kind of typical Hollywood yeah and you know they they have a right to believe what they want to believe and mm. I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I can yeah. see how their opinions and the things that they believe can mm-hmm. make them kind of bitchy and make yeah. them make them really not nice to a lot of people. Yeah, and then like, and if yeah. I can see how her how having a relationship with JoJo Siwa would make her really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. With the way that she stands on the LGBTQ community, mm-hmm. and, and and then like and like my my only thing is that like with that and everything, it's just like okay, it's just like like what you said and everything. It's just like I don't care what you personally believe, but you have to understand. You want to stay in this spotlight. You want to stay in all this stuff. You're gonna be working with these people who you don't like. Yeah, oh, I agree. And I'm just like, and then like the whole JoJo Siwa thing and everything, if the person who for whatever project that was that was scrapped and everything, yeah. if you have to talk with them and like actually have like, you know, this, even if it's fake friendship in front of cameras, you have to be willing to talk with them yeah. behind the camera. You know, have a conversation, you have to be able to have a conversation with them and then like, and then also like, um, you know, like that statement that you know almost that almost burned her alive and everything about like how she's moving from Hallmark because Hallmark's stepping away from the wholesome uh, American values values, values. Uh, yeah. values uh, you know it's just like um it's just like you just I'm just like sweetie um and then like you know someone from like you know someone from Hallmark said like um it, like you know in contrary to Miss Burr's statement and everything no Hallmark is trying to move with the trends yeah. that are, you know, da da da. So that move with the trends. So that does mean like, you know, more people of color in, you know, more starring roles. And yes, occasionally, occasionally a LGBTQ, an LGBT member somewhere in the movie. It's just, yeah, to make it more relatable to the audience, to, to the audience overall. They're That's wanting what, to be more inclusive. And right. I understand that. Yeah. And then like, you know, and then it's just like, um, and it's just like, yeah, and then like um, that one other actress, I can't remember her name and everything, but well, she apparently left for a whole other slew of reasons and everything. Something got screwed over in her contract or whatever. But, um, you know, it's just like, I'm just like, guys, even like on a, at a place like Great American Family, you're going to be meeting people like that, yeah. that you, that you, that you and your very strong beliefs say you're not supposed to like, you're going to be meeting them. <laughs> if yeah. I've learned anything in the last, Six months, five months, six months, whatever. It is that you have to eat a lot of shit. 
<laughs> when you were working with groups of people, you have to, whether you believe in their political views, their religious views, their child-rearing views, their whatever, you don't have to agree with them. You don't mm -hmm. have to be friends with them. You don't ever have to see them outside of work. Mm -hmm. But you have to eat shit and you have to, like, fucking just deal with it. Mm -hmm. You don't ever have to go to their house and hang out and have a beer and whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you're at work, you got to eat that shit. Yeah, you have to be able, you have to be able, like, the same image you want to project out there, you need to be able to carry it behind closed doors. Yeah. Especially when... When you're at yeah, work, yeah. your outside issues stay outside. When right. you come in, you are the personification of all-inclusive. Yeah, and I hate to say this and everything, but, like, when you're a celebrity with, like, notoriety like that and everything, technically, if there's other people who you're not related to nearby and everything, you're on... Technically on the job. Yeah. Because you create... Because you're, you're this public figure, you're technically yeah. on the job and everything. But, like, you know, when you're behind closed doors or a private... Or just with your friends and family and everything, different story. Or, yeah. like, or in this case, your congregation, different story. Yeah. But at the same time, outward, you got to... You have to... Yeah, it, yeah like, you just... I don't know. It's just, like, fake it until you fucking make it, you fucking dorks. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, the conversations that you and I have, that mm. my friends and I have, my sisters and I mm. have, who are, I mean, I have my family mm -hmm. that I will have certain conversations with, that I have you and my sisters, my best friends that I have conversations with. Those mm -hmm. are two very different conversations. Although for a couple of your sisters, you filter it a little bit. That's true. <laughs> like, you know, like, like instead of fuck, you say fudge. Yeah. <laughs> or instead of shit, you say caca. Crap on a cracker. A crap on a cracker. Caca. <laughs> or, I say crap on a cracker all or, at any time. Or jeepers or shaboopy. Yeah. <laughs> Something. But I'm just saying, when I'm at work, I don't engage in politics. I don't mm. engage in religion. I don't engage in child rearing. I don't engage in anything that's going to cause any type of argument or drama. Mm -hmm. But when I walk out of those doors, I don't go home with those people. I don't have to be friends with those people. Those are co-workers. Yeah. Oh, hey. It's like, oh, there you go. There you go. It was falling over. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's all right. It's all right. It was still recording. I'm just, yeah. Was, sorry. We had a, we had a technical issue. We're not wearing collared shirts. So these really don't have a place to clip on to. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for an actor or an actress or somebody that is famous, they are under a whole other level of scrutiny mm -hmm. where they need to be aware of their actions at all times, which mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, he could not. And like, you know, it's just like mind your P's and Q's and if you're going to own it, just own it. Right. I mean, I'm just... If that's going to be your belief, then it needs to be your belief. But when you are in front of a camera or you are around the general public, you got to learn to eat crow and freaking... Mm -hmm. Like you said, you gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah, that or if you're that or if you're gonna own it, you just need to own it. Just, I mean, it's like one of the two, and everything. It's either, it's one of the two because either way, in some people's eyes, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. So exactly. You just gotta pick a damn side and quit playing up this dichotomy bullshit. I was like, no, 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 I don't have anything against LGBT, but I go to a church that heavily funds anti-LGBTQ products, and I'm not, I'm not afraid to endorse that church. Yeah. So it's like. 
Hello. <laughs> Anywho, so let us move away from the bitch who had the dream childhood we had, we wanted to, that she portrayed on TV. Right. We honestly wanted to live in that house. Maybe not with yeah. annoying sisters, but yeah. just within the house. Maybe with, like, you know, some crazy uncles to whom none of are related, and they might have been, like, in a, in a gay throuple with. We don't know. We don't yeah, judge. we don't know. We don't know. We don't judge. They might have had some weird polyamorous thing going on with all their, you know, spouses and girlfriends and everything. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, we, we don't know. We, we don't know, and we don't judge. We don't judge. So that little kid might be one of the girl's brothers <laughs> or something, or, you know, Joey's kids. Which, by the way, I saw Fuller House... I saw Fuller House, and Joey's kids are maniacs. <laughs> Joey has kids? Yeah, apparently so. He met a younger chick when he got slightly older, and then, yeah, then they had terrors. Huh. And apparently Kimmy became surrogate, became a surrogate for someone. Huh. Yeah. Anywho, so, let's tack on that away and everything, but well, let's tack on that away. But before this next bit, I gotta ask you a little question I, I heard on... From uh, I heard from a British uh, show called QI. Okay, the question is, who sat in the who sat in the middle of the table at the Last Supper? Jesus was in the middle. Would you like to know the answer? Well, no, that... Okay, hang on. <laughs> well, that's according to Da Vinci's portrait of the Last Supper. Mm -hmm. But who actually sat in the middle? <laughs> I don't know. The answer is no one. Was it a round table? No, 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 no. <laughs> the answer is no one because at the time of like... There were no tables. They sat on the floor. No, 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 no. There was no at the time and everything... Um, the part of Israel where Jesus would be from and everything was still under the influence of Roman of Roman custom, meaning they didn't eat sitting up. They prefer to dine at gatherings, lounging or lying down. And they would be on their stomachs or something. Oh. So, te because, so technically nobody was sitting at the Last Supper. <laughs> huh. So therefore, you can't say who was sitting in the middle. Of, who was sitting in the middle of the table at the Last Supper because nobody was sitting. That, or they were standing. It would have been one of those two. They would have been laying down or standing. Huh. Okay. Interesting, huh? Very interesting. Also, one last little side question and everything. This one kind of blew my mind a little bit more, too. Um, how many knees does an elephant have? I should get like a sound effect for this part. Tick tock, tick tock. Well, da, 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 he da, has da, at least two. Because they bend forward. Da, 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 da. I would, I would say at least two, but no more than four. Well, the answer is two. They only have two knees. On the front legs, right? No, they're hind legs. No. Yeah, yeah, they're high legs. Because, here's the thing, here's the thing. They only have two knees because, like us, they have, I hate when my phone goes off. Oh, because, like us and everything, they have tibias and fibulas and femurs. But, they also have radiuses, ulnas, and a humerus. Which means, technically, those aren't knees in their front. It's their wrists and their elbows. Huh. Well, all right. 
Oh, and just another quick fun side fact about elephants and everything. Did you know that they walk like, they actually do walk like horses do? Meaning they stand on their toes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're not plantigrade. They're called digitigrade because they actually stand on their toes. And then the rest of that whole foot is actually made of a fat cap that helps distribute and support their weight. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, and actually, surprising, and also, one last, one other surprising fun fact about elephants. Did you know that in captivity, elephants are one of the animals that, in captivity, their lifespan is actually considered to be significantly shorter than if they were in the wild? That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, the main reason is, and apparently it's because there's a guy out there who specifically studies elephants' feet. So he has, like, 30-something specimens in a freezer in his lab of elephants' feet. That he's been that he's dissected and studied over time with different ailing conditions, and the only surmisable thing is is the fact that because they're in a confined area, elephants in like confinement and everything, they can't roam as much. Also, they're walking on non uh, like non natural surfaces a lot and everything, i.e. like concrete or something like that. Um, so the soil isn't soft enough for them, and they're also not walking like on brush or something constantly too, which causes issues with their feet, which is what most elephants in captivity die from. Huh. The things I find out, right? Yeah. <laughs> things you would never have thought of or find out. Okay, and you know what? I guess I'm trying to fill some time in at the moment because the next two topics we're going to probably just be talking pretty quickly through. Uh, but anyways, um, also, do you know, you know what a monstera plant is, right? Nope. Okay, it's that big leafy house plant that has like the holes in the leaves. Okay. You seen them? Nope. You've never seen a monstera? Not that I'm aware of. Your mom has like three of them in her front yard. Oh, okay. Anyways, they're, they're also known as a Swiss, they're also known as a Swiss cheese plant. Okay. Because like they, because they have like, they have purposeful holes in their leaves for, you know, whatever. Ah, you'll just Google what they look like later. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's a house plant. You can buy it as an ornamental, um... Pretty much every nursery everywhere in the world. It's a really popular plant and everything. However, what a lot of people don't seem to realize is that when they mature, is that like certain species of them can actually produce a single edible fruit about once a year. It grows up as a big ass flower, and the flower dies, and you're left with this like weird dinosaur dildo looking thing. <laughs> That's the best way I can describe it because it's it's long and it's like it looks like a corn cob from hell. <laughs> But what you do is that you let that, what you do is that you pick it and you let it sit somewhere for a while. Um, and then what happens is that those scales start separating from each other and can actually start falling off. You finish peeling them and then what's underneath is something that has a texture of pineapple to it, but supposedly tastes like a juicy fruit gum. Okay. The Monstera Deliciosa. <laughs> okay. Da, 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 da. I watched a video of a guy who got who got who got an infection from barnacles. It's from that show Monsters Inside Me. Okay. Yeah. Apparently he had searing hand pain to the point to where the doctors were talking amputation. Ouch. And then one doctor finally diagnosed him. He had like an infection of a bacteria that's actually very common in ocean and fresh water. Actually very common in everything. In fact, very common if like like you know, usually it's like kind of rare to get an infection from them and from this and everything. It's kind of a, it's kind of rare to get like a 
well, not rare, but it's kind of hard to get infection from this bacteria because, like, if you get, like, a cut and you're in open water and everything, if you clean it right, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And if you get, like, a minor infection, it's easily treatable with just, you know, over-the-counter antibiotics. But he had a raging infection like this in his hand, and he had a weird, like, pimple-like growth in the middle of his hand. As it turns out, what ha happened was he was working on the docks near his fishing boat, and they live out, like, I think, like, in Florida. They live out somewhere in Florida. Of course. And well, they live out somewhere like in Florida and everything. So um, he was, so he was on his fishing boat and everything. And he cut his hand on an adult barnacle that was in a bucket that he was using. That was attached to a bucket he was using. And then what apparently what the what his doctors might have think happened is that there was a chance that a larva that the one the larva actually got into the wound Ew. because he didn't go out and get it clean. He didn't clean it properly. He just didn't really think anything of it because it was a small cut. Actually got into the wound and then buried itself and attached itself to his to one of his tendons and his hands and everything and then started the process of what all barnacle larvae do and cement itself onto his uh, tendon and just kept growing and that was was causing the problem. Uh, like a constant Ew. reinfection and everything and then for a year and everything he had to have for an entire year he apparently had to have back to back surgeries back to back corrective surgeries um, and physical therapy. For his hands. Ew. They, and then they managed to finally get the barnacle out. He finished physical therapy. And then one day, all of a sudden his pain was all gone. Just one day. It's all gone. He can finally use his hand again. He has a couple scars. That's crazy. That's about it. But no, there was like the baby barnacle growing on the tendon in his hand. Because he didn't wash his cut. <laughs> wash your hands, wash people! Wash your hands. I think this whole pandemic was started because idiots weren't washing their hands. And, you know. Being stupid. Let's just say being stupid, too. And, you know, China. And, you know, a lot of other factors, too. Mostly people saying, like, oh, they just got a cold. Wait, why are they on a ventilator for a cold? Right. Nurse, what do you mean I can't come in here without any protection on? I'm leaving right now. Stomp, 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 stomp. Hello, family. Wife, let me give you a kiss. Mwah. No, I was visiting my sick uncle. Let me give you more kiss. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> Let me wipe my nose and then not wash my hands and then touch my children. <laughs> Send them off to school. That was bound to happen, so wash your damn hands. Right? Shit. <laughs> okay, okay, so segue to Drag Race news. I should just have my own little segment here right here. Okay, 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 okay. They just crowned the winner of UK Season 4. The winner is da 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 Danny Beard. Alright. The first bearded queen to win. Any franchise. Alright. Way to go, Danny. Yay. Oh, if he saw him, if he saw Danny, it would be you would be pissing your pants laughing off. Um, also Fun fact, fun fact, and the reason why I brought this particular season up, because they do have, like, a trans winner, and then, like, you know, there is the first Latina winner, technically, outside of a non-Latin, you know, whatever. But anyways, anyways but um, I brought this up because um, the runner-up was actually a drag legend that RuPaul actually knew before they got on the show. Okay. A drag legend, a drag activist, uh, amazing makeup artist, amazing performer, RuPaul personally knew before they got them on the show. I know, no, surprising. RuPaul didn't pick his friend <laughs> to win. Their name is Cheddar Gorgeous. They're an outspoken drag. They're an outspoken drag artist who's also um, an educator and uh, an educator and a LGBTQIA plus activist. 
and also known for their provocative artwork. Kind of thinking them, kind of thinking it was like Sasha Velour of the UK before Sasha got famous. Okay. But more famous because everyone literally knew who Danny, who uh, uh, who Cheddar Gorgeous is before. Like literally, like they apparently all saw Cheddar Gorgeous. They all knew who Cheddar Gorgeous was. I knew who Cheddar Gorgeous was. <laughs> I do not. Yeah, Google Cheddar Gorgeous later. Blow your mind. I'm happy Danny won. <laughs> Danny beard. Yay. And um, here's a little talking point that I think you might want to know. Did you know that Melissa McCarthy used to perform as a drag queen? No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, used to perform as a drag queen and actually worked pretty frequently as a divine impersonator before she became famous. Well, all right. Yeah, and she's still willing to do it. And the reason why I brought this up is because, you know, she's going to be playing Ursula in the live-action thingy. Uh, Little Mermaid. Are you doing another live-action Little Mermaid? Another one? I meant the one that's coming up. It's not out yet. Is it out yet? Do we have news on the live-action Mermaid? Oh, is this the one where they change the gen- or change the ethnicity of... The majority of the cast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this one and everything. But they got Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula. Yeah, which I brought this up only because since she was a divine impersonator, who do you think the character of Ursula was based off of? I literally said it like 16 times. Divine. Divine the drag queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and actually, fun fact, Divine was originally supposed to be the original voice of Ursula too. Well, all right. Yeah, like the whole song and everything. That was written for Divine, but unfortunately Divine passed away unexpectedly from a heart attack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right after there well, actually that's a funny that's actually a funny story. It's actually all in the documentary about called I Am Divine that I think is still on Netflix. But anyways, um but yeah, that's a funny story about it. Is that like not funny, but I uh, well they um had just gotten let's see, married with children was just starting to really pick up you know, and everything. They were going to bring on a character who was going to be the gay uncle who occasionally did drag. Okay. Divine actually got that role. Um, and Divine was in their hotel and they'd gotten a call back and they said, they gotten a call back and they had gotten a call back and the artist, they got a call back and uh, Disney artists already like, you know, paid Divine for being a model for them. Walter Geist. I don't know. Alan, for being a model for them for Ursula's, you know, depiction, for the depiction of Ursula. Uh, well, and then they, and then they apparently, and then apparently got, a, and apparently they got Divine, um, was supposed to be originally cast as the voice of Ursula. And also they had already written the song and everything. So Divine was supposed to, um, after getting a good phone call about getting that set role on Married with Children, was also supposed to, like the next day, um, go to the Disney studio and everything and, and start recording all the stuff before they went in to start filming for their role on Married with Children. Uh-huh. But sadly, you know, <laughs> heart attack happened and yeah, the world lost the first drag icon. The world's first drag superstar. Everyone knew who Divine was at the time. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I know, sad, right? One of your favorite movies, and then actually, and I find it like really touching and everything that they, they got Melissa McCarthy. Consider fact, Melissa McCarthy used to be a divine impersonator. So it's like full circle moment here, kind of, sort of. 
I just think Disney needs to come up with some new fresh ideas. I know. Instead of rehashing old stuff. I know. <sighs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I like the live action stuff that they've done. Yep. I like Cinderella and I like Beauty and the Beast. You quote Cruella on a near daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Cruella. But I'm just like, come on, people, let's get something new going. We need something fresh and everything. Not that we yeah. don't appreciate some of the stuff they've been putting out. Like, I thought Red was a cute movie. Um, I saw, let's see. And I did like Encanto, the whole... Encanto? Encanto? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's what I said. He said Encanto. <laughs> Same deal. Um, I think a lot of Latin America would disagree with you. But yeah, <laughs> move it on. Um, I thought that was cute. I didn't see the Coco Cuckoo one. The one with the kid and the guitar. I didn't watch that one. Oh, watch Coco. You f- <laughs> watch it. Watch it. Okay, whatever. Watch it. I keep telling you to watch it. You keep getting these opportunities to watch it, but even for some stupid reason, you don't watch it. Watch the damn movie. God. <laughs> I sat through Call of the Mid- Call of the Midwife, which though was a good show. I sat through it the next time the, you mentioned it. The next time I had Netflix open. Next time you have your Disney Plus open, whenever that will be. I don't know. Watch Coco. Okay. Or I will throw this juicy couture book at your face. <laughs> I bought you that book. Which should make it sting a lot more. <laughs> you heard it. She's gonna watch Coco, and then we're gonna talk about it next time. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think they're even coming up with another Cars movie. They're just, I'm just like, oh god, can we, we need, please get we this? Need fresh ideas. We need not another Toy Story movie either. No more Cars. Can we get a Bugs Life two at least? Right. Can we get a Bugs Life two? Which actually, I heard that's in production. Oh god. Hey, it's something slightly different from everything else. <laughs> even though it's a sequel to something else. <laughs> Crap, what was that one movie that we were waiting for so long for like a sequel to come out and finally they made a sequel? Oh, Hocus Pocus. There you go. They finally made a fucking sequel to Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and Top Gun. And they're going to be making another sequel to Hocus Pocus. Are they really? Yeah, there's a, there's a setup for a sequel three and, it's, and apparently it's, they're already doing filming for it. Huh. From what I hear, but that could be all scrapped and that could be all scrapped and everything because, you know, there could be just one guy going, there could be one guy doing a Larry David going, Which I heard Larry David was in hot water for that for a commercial that he did a long time ago. I don't know why. Who's Larry David? You don't know who Larry David is? A comedian. I love the last Comedian and a guy who's uh, starred in a show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Really funny guy. He's played a lot of characters on different sitcoms and stuff uh-huh. like that. Just Google him in a minute. Now, anyways, Larry David, he did, like, a commercial. He's kind of known for, like, doing this kind of characterish persona where he's just, like, where he's, like, I no, you know, just, like, he just doesn't get it. Like, he just, like, no, you know. But, oh. So, he does a commercial. He gets paid to do a job. And this was, like, a long time. This was a while ago. And now he's getting backlash for doing the job he was paid to do. Right. I mean, like, seriously, like, and it was a commercial that I remember when it first aired. It's not that recently. It's, like, at least, like, three or four years old. It was like when the show Curb Your Enthusiasm and everything was over with, but it was still on a high from fans. 
<laughs> which led to like you know and i think he's part like he's not a character on it but i think he led to the spinoff to uh modern family and a few other things stupid right yeah <laughs> anyways that's our show i hope you enjoyed this and i hope we didn't fart too much we just had chicken enchilada soup <laughs> and i just farted you're so weird I farted a lot in this chair. <laughs> Anyways, we're saying bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. We'll be back before Christmas, just oh. FYI. But <laughs> see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Um... We do appreciate you listening. If you want, you can go ahead and support us on the Anch- via Anchor or Spotify. Um, also engage in the community tab. Um, anyways, and just a quick little update on the Dragula Titans review. I'm deciding to go ahead and save my review for a little later um, due to some extenuating circumstances, unfortunately. Ah, well, thank you very much, and we will catch you next time. Bye.